audio by Raising Free People Network. I'm purposefully publishing this on February 14th. It's a day that some people celebrate love and some people buy things and claim it's in the name of love. But whatever it is, I'm going to hop on the love part (laughs) and continue to love out loud, this time on two women who truly pour into me in ways that I need and so appreciate. So on this tweezing episode, this in-between season episode, you will hear from two women folk besides me today. And both of them, you've heard here before. The first one is Val. (laughs) She is in full partnership, true power with, not power over, in her relationship with the plant world. And she's also where I was planted. She's my mama. (laughs) And she's amazing. It makes so much sense that I chose her. Val is the creator and host of Plant It Up. It's a podcast and plant life initiative through which she helps us to care for our plants and our bodies through Plants themselves, inside the house, outside the house, juices, jams, teas, all the things you can do with plants. Val joined us back on episodes 180 and 176 because we love her. So we had her on multiple times. And today she and I chat briefly with my family all in the background making noise right here on episode 207 about the future of Plant It Up, the podcast and the overall plant life initiative. So excited to share what's popping with Val and our plants with you. Also up in here today is my sister, Leslie Bray. She's also one of our presence counselors, which you can get details about that. If you heard presence counselor was like, what? I demand more information. (laughs) It's about de-schooling, really supporting your de-schooling needs. And be sure to head over to RaisingFreePeople.com forward slash 207 for more details about that from Leslie specifically. So Leslie's been here before. She's on episodes 18, which is back in season one. Oh, my gosh. And at least one other time on episode 110. So we're going to reminisce together. I seasoned Leslie's segment with some memory lane clips that will sound familiar to you if you've been digging in the Fair the Free Child crates back to season one on Ting. So you'll hear Leslie there. But this time we're going to talk about POUR, which is her upcoming podcast. POUR is an acronym for Purposely Opening Up to Relationships. And let me tell y'all. Leslie is a lifelong learner, a creative, a healer, a community gem. And this podcast, even the structure of it, let alone the content, is something that I'm so inspired by and so proud to be sharing here on Raising Free People Network. Oh my gosh. When we started audio by RFP, it was because I had a couple of other women folk that I really wanted to support because now I have a team and it can make it so much easier for us to stand in our lanes, in our zone, raise our voices. But I didn't even know what it was going to be. I did not even know. And so that's a part of why I needed to use this month to share with you in more detail than I've been sharing what's happening on audio by Raising Free People because things like poor, purposely opening up to relationships, It's very much the sort of de-schooling work that we will get to be with, not just on the episode, but all up and through. So I know you're going to enjoy that. You're going to enjoy Leslie's conversation and you're going to enjoy Val's conversation. 
By the way, if you want to see the conversation between Val and me, the video version of our chat is on my YouTube channel. So you go to YouTube and just type in my name, Akila Richards. Two things are going to show up. It's either going to be my TEDx talk. It actually is both things, the TEDx talk and then the link directly to Akila Raising Free People Richards, which is the title for the YouTube page. So you can see it there. It's hilarious because we talk with our hands a lot. <laughs> And it's just good to see video of me and my mom because I love her so much. Anywho. <laughs> you can't keep using tools of oppression and expect to raise free people. All February long here on Fear of the Free Child, we are loving on all of the hosts on the network. So right now I am here with, okay, this is admittedly my favorite host, <laughs> my you. mom, Val of Val and Our Plants. Say hey, Mama Neil. Hello there. <laughs> so in all of the episodes, if you're watching, make sure that you subscribe, make sure you like the video. If you're listening, make sure that you are following our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. All right? So. Tell us, for those of us who maybe this is our first time learning about you, tell us about Plant It Up. What's that podcast? What's that movement? Because it's more than a podcast, really. Yes, it's all about my deep love of plants that started as a little girl with my father out in the yard, just having my hand in the dirt and just loving the smell of the dirt, loving to plant anything. And that just stayed with me throughout the years. And now as a middle-aged woman, it has gotten even bigger and just loving on it and wanting to share it with folks. Yes, yes, yes. So I'll tell you some of the things that I'm really excited about. And you could tell me too, in terms of Plant It Up next season. So first of all, you got a few episodes and we started out with the podcast being its own separate thing, but we realized in terms of our process, our creative process and just ease, it's going to be planted inside fear of the free child. So we have some episodes that we shared already about yes. ginger yes. and the origin. We have others that we recorded already that you'll hear snippets of next season. Yes. And we are expanding this thing. Val we ain't sure playing are. with y'all. Val is not playing with y'all. Sure so we know, like those of us who are in her private circles, know that juicing, and you might follow her on Instagram too and see that she just does the juice thing, right? Yes. She also recently, tell us about the most recent expansion of Plant It Up that's going to make it even more of a resource for us. Yes. I have long wanted to put a fence around my yard because I have a huge backyard so that I can be able to do more gardening. And that is finally done. Just got finished just a few days ago. <laughs> fresh, fresh, fresh. And I'm super excited about that because now my gardening activities are going to be even bigger. And I'm going to be able to share more things with you all. And you're going to be learning learning more things. Yes. Yeah, so you know, you know, since we in this mm. circle, we're going to be doing classes. There's mm -hmm. so many things that she knows how to do that. She's like, oh, yes. this is a thing. Yeah. yeah, mom, this is a thing. <laughs> so make sure again that you are following us wherever you're listening yeah. or watching now because we'll be doing things next season, like little five minute videos. Yes. about a way to care for a plant yep. like the things that you actually deal with all the time Indoor, yes. she comes to my house and helps to take care of my mm -hmm. plant babies yeah. and I'm always learning something yes. in the moment she might say oh move this here for now for this reason yes. or deal with a, a particular issue that I'm having 
or the way that a particular herb might enhance something else that I'm doing or mm-hmm. eating. So these are the tips that will be infused. Lots of useful right? tips. Lots of useful tips. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Totally, totally. Okay, mm-hmm. awesome. So the takeaways, the main things that I want y'all to know are, one, make sure you're following Fear of the Free Child. Mm-hmm. Also, if people are just like, I don't care nothing about nothing else but the plants, mm-hmm. where can people follow you directly? Valinor Plants on Instagram and Juice Capades on Instagram. Those two places you'll be able to see lots of goodies, yep. learn lots of things. Yeah, because you're doing be IGTV videos now too, which I love. I am. She'll just go on and give you a few tips about what's present for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Juice Game, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. Leslie, another podcaster on our network, yes. had mom's soursop juice. I don't even remember if I told you this. So Leslie came over the other day Ooh. and she had some of the soursop juice and she was like, I thought it was going to be bitter because she's had soursop leaf. Oh, right. Like so the she's tea. never had the juice. Soursop, yes. Mm. So that's another thing. A whole different thing. Yes. Mm. And so this year mm. we will be doing, listen, so we're going <laughs> to announce kind of slow leak this right here. We're going to mm. be doing some community brunches. Mm. Some will be virtual and mm. some will be in person, mm-hmm. but we have somebody who will be doing the juices for our brunches for there our various cities. Mm-hmm. I'll make sure I put a filter in here. Yes. It's <laughs> going to be great. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is. It's going to be fun. We're going to be doing a lot of things with cooking, mm-hmm. just different things that we do with plants, yes. right? From the yes. agricultural perspective, yes. from the ground mm-hmm. all the way to in our tummies, yeah. right? Wonderful. Yes, yes, yes. It's yes. going to be great. Make sure you join us. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so thank y'all for watching and listening as always. Make sure you connect with Val and our plants on IG, and we will talk to y'all soon. Much love. All right. Take care. (laughs) Hi, my name is Kelly Limes Taylor, and I'm taking a minute to share with you information about the two upcoming courses in the Hours First Out Loud series. The first course is called Stories of Our Past, and registration prioritization for that course will be given to folks that identify as Indigenous, Black, or people of color. And in that course, we explore traditions and experiences related to those identities that really affect our everyday lives, whether they are experiences and traditions that we've dealt with firsthand or have heard about or read about and what have you when we talk about how those affect our everyday lives and what that means in an environment that is affirming and of course virtual we're doing all of this online the second course called younger you is open to folks across identity and in younger you we will explore the activities the hobbies the things we did our practices that we really loved in our younger years and we talk about how we can bring those practices into our current experiences as people who are a bit older in ways that encourage our lives to be just more fulfilling, something more connected to who we are fundamentally as people without necessarily the pressure of thinking that certain activities should be things that we outgrow or aren't important or aren't serious enough for us to do in our everyday lives now. Both of those courses start the week of February the 21st. If you'd like more information, please check out oursfirst.com or go to ourcontingents.net. And when you get to ourcontingents.net, you can find the Hours First series in the menu. Greetings, everyone. I am Leslie, 
and I'm excited about joining the Raising Free People Network. Akila and I have been talking over, I'm going to say some years now, <laughs> about one of the ways I can show up in more support as well as just shining my light a little brighter with the greater community. I am an intentional living coach. I'm one of the presence counselors with the Schoolish to Self-Directed course. I am also a community mentor. Over the last 13 or so years, I have been holding space for families that homeschool, unschool, life learn, and all of the things in between, whether there's a label for it or not. And I enjoy what I'm doing because I get to know and work with a lot of wonderful people. I am passionate about community building because I understand that it is being connected to other people and doing work together that makes life just worth living. And so the idea of this particular podcast, Poor Podcast, is looking at the parts of what it takes to show up as ourselves with other people to do our purpose, whether it's a agreed upon thing that we do as a collective or just amplifying the individual dreams, goals, ways we show up. So POOR is an acronym. It stands for Purposely Opening Up to Relationships. And that's what I'm going to be exploring. What does it mean to show up? What does it mean to be open to new relationships? What does it mean and what does it take to build those relationships? What are the intentional practices and rituals that we join in doing individually and then together, collectively? This podcast is just one of the things that I am going to be inviting you to join me in, in realizing that this is not a typical thing. <laughs> There's some other pieces and parts and components I'm excited about the experience that I am creating that I'm going to invite you all into. One of the things that I personally do, I've been doing this for some years, is really learning my ebbs and flows with regards to my life and then my family and then my friendships, and then my community. Many of us who homeschool, unschool, life learn, we typically just take on a schedule. So it may be a school schedule, or it may be a schedule we create, but we do it out of what somebody else may think we should be doing. And so those don't always work for us. The families I work with through coaching, through mentorship, one of the things I encourage them all to do is to pay attention to their natural ebbs and flows. There are times that we are all in, we're 
interested in what we're doing. We want to go long and deep. And then there are other times where we just need a break. And sometimes those are predictable. Sometimes it takes us a while to figure out what those ebbs and flows look like. So for me, I have been paying more attention to nature. So whether it's the seasons, whether it's the moon cycles, just noticing how I'm excited about doing something and getting into it. And then when I need to withdraw and I have been very intentional about doing that over the last several years. And so with this new venture, one of the things I was sharing with Akila is that the typical standard way podcasts are, it's great and wonderful. And that is probably not going to work for me. And so in paying attention to what I know about myself and honoring that in creating this new space holding, I'm looking to do some new things. And I'm hoping that my people are going to be like, yep, that's it. Let's go. (laughs) So the episodes I'm working on, the people I'm talking with, the topics we're discussing, all of those things are going to follow, we're going to say the moon cycle and the seasons. And so I'm looking forward to releasing an episode every new moon. I'm looking to hold space, doing something live where we'll talk more in depth about the episode I'll give you some work because it's wonderful and great and necessary for us to be exposed to and consider new ways of thinking and being. And the only way that we move from it just being a head thing and even a heart thing is to be about the work whether it's exploring or looking or noticing or pausing or reflecting or writing or doing, we want to get to the do part. And so each month I'm going to have something for us to do. And I'm going to be inviting you to leave me feedback with voice messages and connecting on social media to see how you're progressing through these thoughts and ideas and ways of being so that we can be intentional about opening up to relationships. I hope you'll join me. Leslie, can you tell us a little bit about Kid Cultivators? Yeah, the name comes from my husband's nonprofit when he was working with kids in the school system, just trying to cultivate their interests, their heart, their learning through gardening and retouching our lives with the earth, following the seasons, that sort of thing. I've been an educator. I came home, I was momming and then wanting to find some other people like me who were at home. I joined a couple of groups and then finally stumbled upon 
a black stay at home moms group. And within that group, some of us start tossing around the idea of, well, what do you think about homeschooling? And out of that came the idea to, well, let me start a group for us. And so coming out of that space, I'd reached for my husband the, the name of his nonprofit because I was like, yeah, well, we're cultivating kids over here. We can be a homeschool group. And that's how the name came about. And from that point forward, I've just been trying to initially it was finding a space for the other, the marginalized who homeschool here in Atlanta, who don't necessarily want to sign a statement of faith, who are in the city and not the suburbs. Mm-hmm. And so I've met lots of people through the years and we've just been working on building community. So definitely we are homeschoolers. We are people who are taking the education of our children in our own hands, but we know we need support because we don't know everything. And so building a community centered around that, centered around ourselves as Black people, as women leading out. We have had fathers in our midst definitely over the years, but it's just a safe space where you can admit when you don't know something, you can get help, you can get advice. If you need to break down, cuss and cry, like we create that safe space where you're a woman first, you're then a mother, then it's just finding that place for women of color. And just figuring out what is it that we're trying to raise our children to be? Who do we want them to be? And then create the space for them to be that in. Just from experiencing and talking to other people and seeing, hey, someone else is doing this differently. I think I stumbled upon your unschooling blog then. And so reading your experiences and wow, that's different. Meeting other people who had different philosophies of just how do we educate our children and being open to learning and growing. I think my daughter helped me explore something other because she initially liked the playing of school that I now call what we did. She loved carrying a little workbook and having a little backpack and The whole idea of school was fun for her. And so it was easy to get attached to that whole thing. And as I got to more direct learning with her, as she got a little bit older, so I would say maybe she was about six or seven. And it's, yeah, you should be reading now. You should be doing this now. She didn't want to. And she fought me tooth and nail. And that was just an eye-opening experience for me because I felt, well, I'm not only a teacher, I'm a reading specialist and I help every child read and why can't I get my own child to do it? And it's going to make me look. And of course, it became about me wanting to be able to prove that I can teach my own child and she was not having it. She had her own mind about her even then. And so I fought with her for maybe like two or three years. Oh my goodness. And it was stressful. And I know I felt bad. And then I felt embarrassed because people were like, well, how old is she? She's not reading yet. The judgment of others. And then one day, I think she was going on nine. And she just picked up a book one day from the library because we still did all the things you're supposed to do. We take them to the library, we read, we're singing, we're talking, we're doing all the things. And then she sat down and Her first book was a whole big old chapter book, and she just started reading. And later on, I talked to her about it, just trying to get a sense of, so how did this happen? And in listening to what she explained, she was basically afraid that if she started reading, 
all those years ago when I was trying to force her to, that I would stop reading to her. And I was like, what? Like, why did you think that? Why didn't you say that? Well, she didn't know how to communicate that then, obviously. And maybe if she had, I wouldn't have been, I don't know. But it, it all came together. And that's when I realized, yeah, I'm not doing this with my other two. I wanted their experience of learning to be something that they desired. And so that became a turning point in just trying to figure out what is homeschooling really going to look like for us? Because the traditional model of school is promoted as fun in movies and on the screen and school looks like fun. But the truth is, I don't know how much fun kids are actually having, let alone teachers. So there's that. So that put me in a more open-minded space of let's try something else. And then my other two, I have another daughter and a son. I chose to let them let me know when they were ready. And just by observing them, laying all the foundations that I know as an educator and even the intuitions we have as parents, putting them in the right spaces. So that growth, just the growth of my idea of what homeschooling and education looks like to now gives a good picture of just who I am. I'm open to learning new things, even when initially it's, no, wait a second, this goes against what I thought, or this doesn't jive with what I believe. And I do an extensive amount of learning, and that's who I am at my core. So join us again next week while I continue all February long to love on the hosts over here on Audio by Raising Free People Network. The page to get details about all of our shows and hosts is RaisingFreePeople.com forward slash network. So be sure to head over to the show notes page or right over to the network page. Next week, I'm going to be back with another host, Lou Hollis of 3G Pod, Grief, Growth, and Goals. You don't want to miss that. I love Lou. And we actually got to connect in person. So there's a video version of that one as well. <laughs> Thanks for listening as always. And chat to you next week. <laughs>